Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Megan. We're two moms with eight kids between us, from little to grown. We're in different areas of the country and in different stages of life. But we both know that motherhood's a lot easier when real moms share tips and encouragement. And remind you that it's really all going to be okay. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So I said, as always, but actually, this is one of our Voices interview episodes. Um, We do these once a month, usually the first Friday of the month. And it isn't always the two of us together, but we have started doing that because we don't like to leave each other hanging. It's, It's too much fun to be here together. Yeah, and this time I got to do the interview, and I'm really excited about it. I am talking with Shana Firm and Tracy T, who are creators of The Pump and Dump Show. It's a live multimedia comedy show touring across the country right now, and I got to talk to Shana and Tracy about how they met, why they decided to do this show, what it's like being moms on tour. Um, It's actually not as glamorous and exciting as it might sound, and then what you can expect from an evening at The Pump and Dump Show, and I'm really excited because I get to go see that show in March in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Tracy and Shana are really funny and relatable, and the interview was a lot of fun, so I know you're going to enjoy it. But Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. 
And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Bionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Bionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Hey, Tracy and Shayna, thanks for being on the show. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Of course. I'm really excited about this. First of all, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am coming to see your show in March in Grand Rapids. Oh, so awesome. I will be That's at the awesome. March 15th. Um, the March 15th, what do you call it? Production? Is that what you show? Show. show. Okay. Good old fashioned show. Okay. <laughs> and I know everyone's going to really want to know what that experience is like. And unfortunately, when this comes out, I won't have gone yet. So I won't be able to talk about it yet. But um, I'm really excited to see you guys and, and talk about it. But I, what I want to know first is, you know, you guys have backgrounds as actors and comedians, correct? Yes. So mm-hmm. how did that turn into this two woman independent show that you just decided to take on the road? That's so huge and ambitious and awesome. Uh, that's funny. I mean, we, I'm only saying it's funny because when we started it, we had no idea we were ever going to take it on the road. Oh, okay. (laughs) We were, um, in the throes of new parenthood and we had tiny, tiny babies. And like you said, backgrounds in this stuff. And we both were living in Denver and had kind of like give, not given up, but kind of said goodbye to the entertainment industry, I guess, in a way. Um, and so we, we had these babies and started this this show in a bar for free in Northwest Denver, just because we needed a night out and we felt like moms did too. Um, and then that was almost seven years ago. So, uh, it kind of just quickly developed, um, where people really wanted to come and really felt like they needed to come. And then it grew from there and we felt like we needed to take it outside of Denver. So it was really organic. Yeah. That's, that's really cool because I think so many times, especially if you're in an industry like entertainment, or media or something that's really intense and kind of often requires you to be in a specific place or geographic location. It's like people think having kids is the end of that, but you Mm -hmm. guys found a way to just do your own thing, but still very much in your own wheelhouse, which I think is really inspiring. Yeah, we didn't, um, it took some, this is Tracy. We, it took some, uh, stumbles (laughs) for sure. And it took (laughs) some getting used to, um, Certainly, I think sometimes people think that we um, are either on the road in a tour bus, the two of us just touring the country and abandoning our families. Which might sound really attractive to moms at certain (laughs) stages of life, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So there's that. Or they think, um, oh my gosh, how fun this is for you. You guys get hotel rooms by yourself. Mm -hmm. A, Shay and I have never not shared a hotel room. Um, and B, we, we really learned that the best way for us to do it is to basically drop the kids off at school, drive to the airport, show up, do the show, go to bed at midnight, and then wake up at three, four or five in the morning, take the first flight out of town and come home and pick the kids back up from school. So, okay. So let's dig into this. Cause that was one of my questions further down anyway, but we might as well just get them right now. What is it? I mean, that's a, that's like one of those things that to me just sounds so punishing because when I travel, it's it's relatively, um, you know, infrequent that I'm traveling. So when I do it, it's like, I want to have all this cushion on either side. I only yeah, want to no. fly at the time that's like the most like perfect time for me to fly. But you guys don't have that luxury really because you're fitting this in around your family life. So tell us, what is this? You're on tour from what, January till June? Mm-hmm. We do January till June and then we take the summers off, um, which is so great. And then, yeah. and then we do a kind of a shorter abridged fall show bef- um, up until basically December 1st when the holidays blow up in everyone's faces and then we're home. So in that sense, it's nice. We get a break, but yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of travel and you guys, okay. So, so walk me through this. It's a week that you are, it's a tour, you know, during a tour month, you are doing shows every week. Um, sometimes, you know, we try to, if, if, especially if we have to be gone for more than one day, like for example, tomorrow night we leave to go to Fort Lauderdale and do a show and we'll, we'll go, we'll do the show. We fly back first thing the next morning. If we've had to be gone like two nights, three nights, we will try to take a week off between. Um, but so some months there's four shows and some months there's six shows, but we, we, you know, we honestly just 
we honestly just physically can't right. <laughs> do much more than that yeah. unless we were to, you know, like Tracy said, get on a bus and do like a three week tour, which I think would be really difficult for our families. So um, we somehow have made it work. It's it's physically exhausting, but we try to take good care of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it's, you know, you do it so much and you hear road warriors all the time. Like you just get down into your rhythm and thank God for Southwest Airlines because, yeah. you know, that. at least they have a million different flights and right. they're always so accommodating. Um, and we just, we just kind of have our routine down. And, you know, I think at first, when we first started traveling, it was very much like, oh my gosh, we're free and we're in California. And may have stayed out a few too many nights, yeah. like late after the show. And now, um, now it's, it's almost, just another day, right? Yeah. It's yeah. almost straight to bed. <laughs> yeah. And where's our protein shakes and our yeah. essential oils and our vitamin supplements so that we can get <laughs> up the next funny. morning, <laughs> get back on a plane. Well, I that know doesn't that, mean we don't have a martini after the show, well, but right, sure. there are certain necessities, <laughs> right? But yeah, I'm, I'm curious if you guys, I know for, you know, Sarah and I travel a fair amount together and we've definitely learned, like we have certain rhythms. We almost always share a hotel room. And we have certain like personality types about the way we use the room, about the way we um, like how we go to sleep, how early we go to bed, how we how messy we make the room. What are you guys learning? Like, what have you learned about yourselves? Are you very different in the way you travel? Are you the same? Have you had to compromise? Gosh, I mean, we've been um, doing this for like five years. It's so like you said, it's so routine. I mean, I always get the bed closest to like the bathroom wall and Tracy <laughs> always gets the bed closest to like the air conditioning in the window. And, uh, you know, we have our, I mean, one time, one time we were doing a project where the people who had flown us out, put us in separate rooms oh. and we, we were miserable. We were like calling each other yeah. <laughs> like, like, Hey, this feels really strange. Um, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I mean, one person brings the toothpaste and the other brings the yeah. wash. I and love like, that. We just have our, I mean, sure. We both have our own idiosyncrasies and, um, you know, we have our sound machine to drown out each other's noises during the night, right? <laughs> um, but really, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like a second marriage. I mean, that's not what, yeah, that's just how it just, sounds. Yeah, yeah exactly. We just kind of know, know each other's things. And I think one reason we felt confident even doing this is when we, when we did our first, we went out to uh, Mill Valley outside San Francisco and did our first show. In kind of a friendly environment where Shay had a bunch of family and we had friends. So we kind of knew it was going to be an easy trip. And we were like, okay, yeah, we can travel together. Cause some friends you love dearly and you cannot travel right. with them. So yeah. sometimes was, you don't find that out right away either. And that's no, the hard part, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say, it sounds like you guys are like work wives, but with sleepovers, which is just so basically just wives. Work wives. <laughs> we're just basically wives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love it. Well, I want to talk a little bit about um, because this is such a cool partnership that you guys have, which how I'm, I'm wondering how this even came about. Did you know each other through your kids? Were you connected in some other way before you had kids? Like, how did this start? We were kids. Um, we were in eighth, eighth and ninth grade when we met. Um, and we were really close, um, really, really good friends all through junior high and high school, um, stayed in touch in college, um, each respectively moved to either coast. I was in New York city and Tracy was in LA. Um, but found out that we were having babies at the same time through Facebook and Tracy had moved back to Denver. And I moved back to Denver when my daughter was like, gosh, nine or 10 months old. Um, and had a play date and picked up right where we left off. So we've been together for years and years and years. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's such a cool story. And I love the, the power of kind of how Having, you know, even you, you keep those friends and you and you stay in touch. But there is really something about having a baby that kind of can bring old friends back together. It just puts you yeah. just automatically kind of like how in middle school, everyone's in it together. Like everyone's in the same place and mm-hmm. like having the same experience and having a baby is very similar. Like you're suddenly you're back in something new and uncomfortable and messy. But you're and it doing was, it for together. both of us. We had both moved back from the coast after, you know, many, many, many years away from home. We're both Denver natives. Yeah, so okay. there was that transition back from kind of a big city to a smaller city and what, you know, back to where your family is and all that. And then our daughters are three weeks apart. So we wow. really had babies at the same time. Um, so everything, Shana's daughter's three weeks older than my kids. So every time Shana's kid did something, she'd be like, well, just wait three weeks. And then lo and behold, my daughter would do the same thing. <laughs> That's so so funny. we really kind of, 
just, yeah, just sort of trucked through motherhood right on each other's heels, which was wonderful. I love that. It's like, you've got someone who's like a half step down the road in front of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just far yeah. enough ahead that you can kind of see around a little bit around the bend. And well, and, and in those days, three weeks feels like an eternity, it right? Does. So you're just yeah. like, well, when's my baby going to start walking? I'm like, right. just wait. And then, you know, two weeks later, there's Evie walking. Yeah. Right. Well, so let's talk about, I mean, how this experience of new motherhood um, brought you guys back together, but also gave you the idea for this show. What can someone expect when they go to the pump and dump show? And what is it? What's the experience like? Well, I think, you know, the the number one reason we started it is because we really just felt like moms needed a night out. Mm. And especially in those early days when you're just convinced that everything you do is going to make the child perish if you don't do it correctly. <laughs> It's all very um, fraught. It's yeah. very fraught. It's very stressful. You're, I mean, you're, you're, you yourself are a mess and you're trying the best. And I think it's easy to get really caught up in that mania, not to say it's not warranted, but sometimes you just need to take a step back and look at it and say, okay, I'm doing the best I can and just have a night out and some laughs. And I think what we provide is just the opportunity for moms to laugh at the things we all have in common, because the truth is, no matter what kind of parent you are, like from the very hippiest of hippie scales to whatever the opposite of a hippie parent is, right. you know, everyone, everyone has to wipe poopy butts. Everyone is up in the middle of the night. Everyone deals with breastfeeding or bottle feeding. We all have the same things in common and they're all ridiculous and hilarious. Mm. And that's what the show is about. And we also have, I mean, I think after doing the show over and over, like the one thing that all of us have in common is that raising a human is actually hard. Yeah. And it just felt like at the time that no one was saying that, you know, mm -hmm. and mom guilt is so intense. So like we, we kind of from the beginning created a place where we could just laugh about it and, and talk about how just like really different our lives were um, and how hard it was. And yeah. I think people really clung on to that, especially at the time. I mean, this was pre like Insta Instagram mania where right. I feel like um, maybe there's a lot more outlets and memes and things that kind of make you feel included. Um, it was, a you know, motherhood's isolating in itself. But I think at the time, I certainly felt extremely isolated. And I think the moms who really came to the show month after month um, felt that too. Yeah, and it's so smart of you guys, actually. And but but a factor of where you were at the time, it's like, you've got this little person and you need a break and you need to get out. But like, mm -hmm. you don't want the break to take you too far away from that experience or no. something. You need mm -hmm. to talk about it and hear about it from other people who have been there. I remember when it would be feel so foreign to me to like go see a movie that didn't have anything yeah. to do with parenthood. I'd be like, well, what does that have to do with my life? Like, yeah, how that doesn't even sound entertaining. Like <laughs> yeah. So this well, is like that perfect sweet spot because you're getting, you're getting that time out with you know, with or without other mom friends and you're getting to laugh and enjoy yourself and be free of that, but it's still so relevant to your life. Right. And, and it's not just like a breastfeeding workshop, which right. is also a lovely place to meet right. other moms and have abandoned mothers. It's like, because that stuff does exist too. And we totally encourage that. It's a place to kind of, we called it the pressure gauge, you know, this yeah. big mommy pressure gauge where you could go and just, just decompress for an hour and a half and then go back home and, and mom it up again. Yeah, exactly. But there's also just something so powerful about being in the same room with other people going through exactly the same thing. Yeah. I think especially in this internet age, and we're so glued to our computers and our phones, um, you forget that there's humans around you that are suffering and struggling just like you are, like actual people. And there's just, there's just something magical when we laugh about you know, eating your effing food and just right. being so fed up with someone, you know, trying to feed your kid. And you look around and you see every mom with tears down her face, laughing hysterically. You really, you can't help but think you're not alone. Right. And it's, there's just something beautiful about that. Tell me about this band of mothers, because I know that's something that you guys are really um, putting energy behind this idea of bringing together your group or your tribe or however you want to call it. You've actually hashtagged it, right? So it's hashtag um. band of mothers. How is that playing out for you at your shows and, and in between? We, you know, we started years ago kind of theming our tours and we started even know what year it was that we did year of the mother. And it kind of, it kind of uh, helped, helped us discover like what a powerful thing uniting us was, especially when it came to, you know, using hashtags and kind of using, you know, branding the idea of coming together as moms. 
Um, and I think that the community that we create at the shows themselves, like Tracy was saying, that kind of, you know, camaraderie and commiseration that you feel at a Pump and Dump show, um, Band of Mothers was just the perfect way to put it. So we had a Band of Mothers tour. What was it last year, Trace? Um, uh, sure. And they all blur, they all blur <laughs> you together. Don't know what year it is anymore. Right? <laughs> we, I have no idea. I had a great uh, time. Um, I have no idea when it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that concept just really stuck for us and really stuck for our, um, it feels weird to call them fans, like pump and dump people, people who like to come into the show. And, um, so this year we created a Facebook group called Band of Mothers and, and there's just something in this world where I feel like people can be so, uh, judgy, Mm -hmm. um, this like mama sphere that that's happening and, and you can feel so judged, you can feel so guilty to, to really just put a positive on. I mean, we have these these mom karma cards we give out at every show that just says you're doing a great job. And I will tell you that like, it says you're an awesome mom. You're doing a great job. You got this. And I hand them out. Like I watched a mom um, at a Starbucks where her kid puked all over the floor and she was like cleaning it up, trying to like put, and then like her kid was crying. She's standing there putting cream in her coffee, you know, in this like embarrassing, just overwhelming moment that we've all felt. And I just walked up to her and I just handed her a card and walked away. And like, you know, two minutes later when she kind of got her, got herself together, she walked by and just looked me in the eye and said, thank you. I needed that. And I was, I, you know, burst into tears, Yes, you know, I mean, why not more of that? And so that's what we, that's what we talk about at the show. Tracy's always talking about like ass slaps and high fives, you know, like when you see a mom having it with a kid, having a tantrum at target, why not? you know, hand her a card and tell her she's got this and you, right. and you get it. And that's what Band of Mothers is about for us. So spreading that as like a movement is, you know, is kind of just what we do. I love that because it, it, you are in those moments and it is like the most fragile mm. you will ever feel <laughs> is that moment where you're publicly parenting or your yes. kid is not doing what you think they should be doing or they're melting down or whatever your trigger is, your personal trigger, everything is falling apart. And it's like mm-hmm. just and you don't get like your kid is not going to give you a high five for wiping their butt ever or cleaning up their vomit. <laughs> ever, right. Like so, ever. Unless it's, unless that high five is actually covered in, in poop, poop and then he will absolutely <laughs> want to high five. Exactly. You. But it'll probably be like on your lips. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, exactly. It's a face smack. Oh, yeah. So that, I love that. And that makes me a little teary because I, I definitely have had moments in my and I still get them, even though I don't have little ones running around and causing a scene anymore. You still need that support, even as your kids get older. Yeah, and, and gosh, just, giving and it just, out feels good, too. It does. Yeah. It really. I mean, and I think, yeah, that's another thing. We, we've kind of forgotten about being altruistic with each other. And you just you just don't know the backstory right. to someone's crappy day. Yeah. <laughs> and sure, maybe they weren't as disciplinary as they should be that caused their kid to cry about not getting a toy, but maybe that kid actually has been sick for three weeks or right. maybe, I mean, there's a million different reasons. And I guess, yeah, like why not just spread a little love and cause you've been there too. And instead of just all this eye rolling and. Well, and what can it hurt? It can't, it, exactly. it, it, dip, disapproval doesn't really help anything. And but support can always do nothing but good. It, it can do nothing but help. Right. Yeah. You can just, you can just never be Frankly, you just can't ever really be too nice. You know, I mean, this is never going to backfire on you. That's very, very true. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. 
That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's Chewable Kids Vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Tracy and Shana. So we got just like kind of the high level of what it's like to be on tour as a mom. We're going to get back to that in a little bit because in a little bit because I know there's moms at home going, how on earth does that work? Does that even work, right? Um, but first, I definitely want to talk about this. You talked about kind of hashtagging this idea of band of mothers, making it into an online community, a Facebook group, and a, or is it a group or a page? Uh, it's know? a it's a Facebook group. It's a private group. So. It's a private group. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I understand that you guys are are maybe handling social media a bit different this year. Like it's an intention of yours to be different. And see, when I say intention, it makes it sound very like purposeful. <laughs> Right. So well, you guys can feel really that's good about what we it. Do, you do intentions in 2019. So exactly. you're very on brand. So it's, so it's not that you guys are giving up. It's that you're choosing a different path. Right. So we tell quit. me about We're that. Out of there. <laughs> yeah. Tell we me about, about what your, first. Uh, your approach to it and how, why it's kind of evolved that way. Cause I think a lot of us are kind of there to be honest. Yeah. Trace, yeah. who, who wants to talk? It's well, like, so, okay. So here, here's the real honest truth. We're performers, you know, we have a certain amount of pressure put on us by the people who help us run our company by, you know, our agents and people who we, you know, we have, we, this is a business and we have mouths to feed and people to pay and staff and um, expectations in this time of our lives. And a lot of that has to do with your digital presence. Mm. And, um, you know, what Shay and I did from day one was a live show. And we always said we're a very lo-fi business in a hi-fi world. And we were super proud of that. And at some it's point- It's actually not that impressive. We, we were impressed <laughs> with that saying for a long time. And it actually means absolutely nothing. Again, guys, it's the intention behind it, right? If you call it so- We were super so. happy doing our show and, um, you know, and posting when we thought about it. Yeah. And- And then at some point, something shifted and everyone, it felt like everyone who we met or knew or had a meeting with was basically like, you need a podcast, YouTube channel, um, IGTV, Instagram feed, and and you need 50 million followers by next Tuesday, or you're never going (laughs) to be worth anything in life. And, and we, I think we got a little caught up in that and it started to consume, um, our day-to-day work days Mm. because we were constantly so concerned about, are we posting enough? Are we doing, we don't really want to do a YouTube channel. We we're on the road. Like we have to be everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't want to put on makeup anymore. We do that on the show (laughs) and just, it's just, and also you, you only have certain amount of bandwidth, right? right? I mean, our creative energies went into the show and now they go into the podcast. But so I think we just kind of got caught up with that. And then just recently on the plane, we got to talking and we looked at each other and almost at the same time, we were just like, we don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. We yeah. were like, I hope this plane goes down. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Well, we it just we're, didn't want to do it. And, you know, and it's not that we we begrudge other people who do. We're actually, frankly, quite jealous and impressed. Impressed, because people, yeah. Because people do it so wonderfully and it's entertaining. And look, I love me some Busy Phillips is just as much as anyone does. Um it's just not us. And we're also just not that interesting. And so I felt like we were trying to put our personal lives on display in a way that didn't feel, um, organic to Mm -hmm. us or even truthful. 
And so we just decided not to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, okay. And the, the, the thing that I think a, a lot of people around us want us to be is um, like, I mean, internet stars, which yeah. is just not our lives are interesting to us. Our show's always been about the moms and about the show itself mm-hmm. and really never just particularly about Tracy and I. Um, and so I think in our long-term goals with the show are, are similar. So it felt, it didn't felt very authentic to us as a, as a company and as a brand either. So we just decided to scale back the, like the kind of desperate, reposting of memes to get more followers and that kind of a thing, which I feel like, um, you know, really works for other people. And we enjoy reading and we enjoy watching people IG their stories about their kids all day long. It just wasn't what we wanted to do. So our 2019 intention was just to kind of take off that pressure and realize that, you know, we're doing just fine. Um, with what it is that's important to us, which is the show and now the podcast. And um, it's been kind of a freeing, cool, it's really just a perspective shift, to be honest, yeah. you know, just a stra- strategic shift in what we post about. You know, we were always scared, like, oh, we're posting too much about the show. But the truth is the Instagram for us is a way that we tell people that we're coming to their city. So right. that's what, what it's for. And if you gum and, it up too much, then there's a chance that they won't see that if they you know, pop in. And it's not like we won't take pictures on tour of funny things or do this or that, or let people into the world of the pump and dump show. I mean, that's fine with us. It was this pressure that we felt to be, um, something that we're just not. And those things actually do exist. And again, we're impressed that people can post 12 times a day and have that kind of management. We just can't while we're touring and doing our lives. But the the irony there is that there are people who are, you know, social media stars who would kill to have a successful live show. So it's like we all think we can all do all of the things, but really we're only probably actually good at like one or two. It's really true. And I think one of the one of the best things was the the two of us admitted out loud to each other and then, you know, to the world that we just don't want to be internet stars. Yeah. And I think we, it's like you for a while there, I felt like we weren't allowed to say that. So we just kind of went along for the ride and we've had some wonderful projects and collaborations and no regrets with any of it. Um, I think it was just really nice to come back to ourselves. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you can't do all of the things and we, what we do really really well is our live show and what we believe in for moms is coming to the show and being together. And those are the things that make us happy and proud and fulfilled. And and if we, like you said, if we focus on that, it's only going to get better and it's only going to be a better experience for the people who come to our show. And that's, what's important to us. I love that. And honestly, I've been around the world of like parenting digital media for a very long time. And, and, and the people kind of high up the people at the table to make decisions sometimes are kind of like act out of fear. There's like lemmings, like, oh my gosh, someone said YouTube is it now. Let's go. Yeah, Everyone oh, go, 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 sure. go. And then it's like podcasting, whoop, like screed of, you know, the record and then go in that direction. And you can't run in all directions because you'll never get any traction if you just keep like all over the place. So I think that's actually, I think there's going to be a bit of a backlash and people are going to start specializing again. That's my prediction for like, and we're just, you know, I'm always like, who I am, I am, I'm truly impressed, but you know, we're just like, who is taking all these pictures of these people? I mean, it's just usually <laughs> just the two of us on the road. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, it's not that we don't want to keep it real because yeah. I think we do a really good job of doing that. I mean, I literally post the leftovers that I eat in the morning right. because that's the only, that's the only reality TV we really do. We're not really, we don't need to be beautiful all the time. <laughs> we just, we don't even look presentable enough to, to be unpresentable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and there's the joke about Instagram boyfriends <laughs> and husbands who are specially trained. Oh. I mean, it's, it's fascinating to us and yeah. that's, I'd rather it, I just want to keep it fascinating to yeah. me. And what was happening was, um, you know, this from a more personal perspective, as I was looking at the business and I was looking at this digital world and I was just having so many negative feelings yeah. about, you know, about how it even trickles upward, you know, or that doesn't make sense trickling upward, by the way. Uh, but like, Gush you know, yeah. you, but like the, you know, the people, like you said, making decisions, the book agents and the, um, you know, web, uh, conglomerates mm-hmm. and all these people where everybody just became a number. Yeah. And 
and it's so anti what our show is about. And I, and I'm hoping, like you said, if this bubble pops and, and things go back to another way that what will be powerful is just that our show has just grown and has almost seven years of experience and material and, and that it can live past whatever this, this kind of not real numbers thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's definitely hysteria around it right now. And, and again, like, just like you guys, I love a well-curated feed, but, but I, we can't be all things to all people. And I think that's, it's great because you're keeping the joy in it. And honestly, I think that what'll happen is you'll keep your energy for what matters. And that's your show. Yeah. Um, instead yeah. of wearing yourself out and getting negative and you don't want to get where you're jealous and like grumpy oh, because no. other people are doing it better. And yeah, it's ugh, yucky. you know, and we, we fell, we actually fell in love with our podcast. We're newbies. Yes. We're not seasoned veterans like you are and it's so great to be on your show but it was nice to finally find our own voice in that too we put that off forever because we just couldn't find a way well Well, I feel like but we were also like there's so many great ones why do we need to add to the mix you know who are we we don't want to be lifestyle experts and we certainly aren't parenting experts (laughs) we had to find something to talk about but once we did you know it's been great yeah, and I almost feel like podcasting is kind of almost the anti-hysteria just because it's like it forces you to slow down and connect. And mm-hmm. and to be very real, it's very hard in a podcast to not be yourself. It's, you can't keep up a facade for an hour. Mm, or if you true. can, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe well, people can. It's interesting, like, like I was saying, you know, the show, we've really, you know, we tell stories and jokes and things that have to do with us personally, obviously. But, um, you know, the podcast is kind of like, Oh gosh. Okay. Well, here we really are, Shana and Tracy. And if and if people are expecting that from us, that's where they can find it. And that's been kind of a scary thing, but also a really interesting thing to mm-hmm. kind of open ourselves up into that into that world to our our fans. It's been it's been cool. We will link to um, the podcast mm-hmm. in the show notes. But I'll, just for people who are listening right now, and going what? It's just called the Pump and Dump show podcast. Podcast, right? Okay. Yeah, the pump-, pump and Dump podcast. So you guys can look it up in your apps or go to the link that we will provide. Um, Def, like I find that podcast listeners are voracious and they want other podcasts like badly. So oh, yeah. it's such yeah. an amazing community. And it is um, it's coming from uh, the person who managed our social all these years. It's a fascinating place because you really it, you really become popular or listened to on your laurels. There is there is no cheating your way to the top right. of being a popular podcast. And it's so liberating it is so, it is very it's liberating. just so pure yeah <laughs> i know there's purity there like, at some point someone's going to figure out a way to game the system and then we're all going to have to figure it out right oh, but yeah. i mean <laughs> let's hope that's a ways out yeah because i i love the purity of the space and the, the community is so engaged and our listeners are just the best like when we hear from them it makes it makes our day yeah, you right? wouldn't think that people would get take the time to write you a long email when they just listen to you in their car for an hour already but they do. I and love it's that. Awesome. It's always, it's just an honor. Um, okay, guys, about. I want to go back and talk a little bit. We, we touched on what it's like to be on tourism, mom. Um, it sounds like you guys are getting in and getting out. You've got this rhythm down. You've got this routine, but there must be any working mom knows, especially a working mom who has to travel, that there are times when you miss things or you screw up your flight schedule or you miss a flight. I mean, you guys must have war stories of how that plays out in your family and kind of how do you how do you work with that? How do your kids feel about it? And and how do you just make sure that you're keeping, I'm not going to use the word balance, but like that you're keeping things kind of like, right. That you're That's keeping so things on some kind of track. <laughs> um, gosh, you know, I don't know. We, <laughs> you, you are, <laughs> I have no idea. You know, it's funny. Our kids, I almost feel like it's Trace. I don't know if you feel this. I almost feel like it's getting a little bit worse now because they're, they're at this age, my kids are six and eight. And I feel like they're really missing me when I'm gone versus when they were little. And they just kind of had this routine, um, thing and we were all in survival mode. Right. Um, now it's, my son says I'm going to a concert, which is hilarious. Um, he also thought I was a Canadian. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. I was like, Oh no. Comedian, honey. Comedian. Yeah, I'm sure that was very confusing. (laughs) Oh, so you really don't care. That's fine. Um, So I don't know. I mean, it's been it's been easier in that aspect than you would think, like emotionally. But I think for Tracy and I, we're really good at making sure our families are taken care of for when we're gone. Like 
we have food for everybody. We have the pickups set up. Like I have a babysitter who, who does my pickups because my husband's not home from work early enough. And then they switch off. Like there's a lot of coordination that somehow we've juggled the last four or five years we've been touring. Um, but you just kind of do it. You yeah. know, it's like you go into like emergency mode and you yeah. just like get it done. Would but you say? I think it, yeah, for sure. And I do agree. I mean, it's, they're getting older and they, they, they're more vocal, right? They know, and they, they're getting smarter. So they know how to make us feel worse, which right. is never, <laughs> yeah. that's um, probably what I was trying to say. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I was just talking, we were driving back from school yesterday and Evie, I'm like, okay, well, don't forget mom has a show this week. And she goes, oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, you'll be back the next day. And I like, I felt actually really proud of myself yeah. for establishing the fact that she knows I'm never going to be gone that long. Right. And, and I was like, yeah, I am. You're right. And it's I'm not a big gone. thing be back her. the next it's, day. It's just part of your, her routine and your routine and your life as a working mom, which is cool. Well, and that's what we try to re- remind people a lot is that in many ways, like I just said, I mean, we get some, I mean, we still work, but we're not touring during the summer. Um, we have a very nice schedule. Um, we certainly schedule our shows around important dates that we know we don't want to miss if there's a recital or yeah. obviously birthdays and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, gosh, there's moms who are doctors and nurses. I know. I'm like and far less concerned about us. And <laughs> wives who are working nights yeah. and going to school still. And we are, we are just a drop in the puddle of how hard moms really work. Um, we just seem to get, it just, it seems more, well, it's in exotic. your face because of what we do. Yeah, but. it's novel. Most people don't have that, that right. kind of schedule, but it, you're right. Like working moms come in all stripes and, and it's always hard. And, and I'm, I'm curious, you know, you said the thing about your schedule and making sure that you don't miss big things. Did it take you any time? Like I am a classic accidental double booker and something that oh, would make no. me super nervous about scheduling out a year of shows in advance is that I would blow something big oh sure. we've blown stuff oh, I mean yeah. I've I've literally like the day before a show been like oh so tomorrow is my daughter's birthday mm-hmm. and we have <laughs> yeah, a show oops. and so gotta oops gotta like break it to the fam right um I mean Tracy was gone when Evie lost her first tooth you know like there's there's definitely like things that happen yeah and, and there's just you know for me the most painful thing is just leaving sick kids I mean yeah. that's oh. the worst when you or have to peel yourself away from your mm. baby who is sick. And, and, and that is actually the worst thing. And there's no scheduling for there's that. Nothing you you what, there's that. nothing you can do about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, yeah, I think you just get very good at reading your school calendar and putting it all in and making <laughs> sure you, you think of every month, but yeah, we've, you know, do you guys, <laughs> are you guys, um, home like call home call home moms or do you just decide do you just get it done and then get back because I've seen both sides and oh yeah I'm kind of more of a just get it done and then get back and jump back in than a constant communicator when I'm traveling but oh, you know we're too busy I mean yeah. honestly we we'll like be like oh gosh let's FaceTime the kids really fast and like they're in never the interested room. yeah we're like yeah, in the greater show yeah they're just like you're wearing a lot of makeup and then yeah. it's just over <laughs> um yeah, no, we're so busy. I mean, honestly, because we try to make them so short, we mm-hmm. work on the plane, we get off the plane, we end up where we're at, we try to eat something, then we're working again. Right. I mean, we were in a city, gosh, what was it, Omaha or something, Trace? And the wonderful owner of the club oh, was like, oh, let me book you girls a massage for tomorrow. And we were like, we'll call you Sounds in the morning. great, but... But we spent the whole day working in bed. I mean, yeah. we had the luxury of laying in bed and working... <laughs> But still, like we're it's it's so fast and furious every show um, that there isn't a lot of I mean, I, honestly, it's just like I'd rather get it done and get home. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel that I also when my kids were in a time when um, when they were sensitive about me being gone, I thought like when I called, it just created problems like it, does. it just reminded yeah. them I wasn't there. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's funny. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Honestly. I'll call home if I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then it's pretty quick. And but, you know, we're again, we're both very lucky. We're we're very lucky. We, we have supportive husbands who, you know, married actors and comedians and knew what they were getting into decades ago. So right. there it's no surprise to them. And 
And then we all, we both have our own village of people that help take care of it. And, and so now, I mean, thankfully my mom is the one that takes care of Evie when I'm gone and she's excited to see Nana. So, you know, Hey, great. Everybody wins. I love it. Okay. So tell me about your guys' summers. Now, when you're back in Denver, do you hang out together or do you take a break from each other? Like, are your kids friends? How does this all work? It's so funny. We live like without traffic. We're like 20 minutes away from each other, but Denver has become so trafficy, and mm. our schedules are such that, um, we, we actually don't get to socialize as much as we would like. We just don't live on the same side of town. So, you know, we're, we're together a lot. We wish we could get the girls together more. We, it just doesn't happen just as much as we'd happen. like it to. And yeah. the husbands are good friends too, but we just never, uh, it's a, not never. I mean, obviously yeah. like, you know, we do things together, but it's, um, it's certainly not as frequent like every weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, you guys are spending all this time like together all the time and then, <laughs> Oh, it's, a not, little it's not, it's honestly not that. I mean, Shay yeah. and I would share a house, I think if we could, but maybe <laughs> well, not that, but you know, it's funny, Trace. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, someone asked me, do you work on the plane? And I said, well, you know, we actually, we actually do work on the plane a lot, but there's often flights where we'll get on and we'll just be catching up because we only like work together every day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we'll be landing and all we were doing was just like chatting Yeah. <laughs> because you know, we're best friends and we yeah. have a lot to catch up on and I'll be like, Oh my God, that whole plane ride just went by and we were just talking. Yeah. And, um, so that, you know, that's just, we're so lucky that we have that relationship and that we, um, you know, enjoy the amount of time we get to spend together. I love that. And I, Sarah and I do the same thing. Like we, we talk all the time, all day long, but it's all about work. And then when we actually yeah. get a chance to sit, you know, to chat, it's like, oh yeah. And what's up with your kids and what's yeah. happening in your life. And I think that's just kind of, I don't know. I think that just kind of goes with the territory. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very normal. Um, okay. So, so you've got all these shows coming up. This is going to go live in February. So you're still going to have lots of months left where people can come see you. The show is about how long? An hour, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, hour, hour and a half tops, but mostly like an hour 20. We get you in and out and back to bed. Nice. Okay. And it's, <laughs> and they happen, I, I've, I think the one I'm going to is on a Friday. So there's sometimes on weekends. Sometimes you also have weekday shows as well, or is it yeah, usually weekends? The majority of them are on the weekend, this tour. Um, there's a few that are in the middle of the week, but okay. listen, we, no, it doesn't matter. Saturday, do Saturdays matter for moms? I mean, you still have to get up <laughs> it's with just the kids a day. the next day, whether right. it's a Thursday or a Sunday. Right. So. <laughs> That's yeah. why we keep it short. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's like, like describe it. If you had to sum it up, would you call it, is it stand up? Is it audience participation? Is it storytelling? Is it all of the above? Like kind of describe it in a nutshell. So I'd say that, um, 50% of the show is music. Okay. Um, so I play the guitar and sing and have been writing music comedy for the last God. 17 years or something. Um, it just wasn't always about parenting. Um, so, uh, a lot of it is music. Tracy plays the cajon. Now we've kind of upped the ante. Sometimes she's, she's in on the songs, which is super fun. There's storytelling, there's segments, there's games, um, there's prizes. We do, uh, a whole segment that has been one of our most popular segments where when the moms walk in, they write, they write down the most effed up thing their kid did recently. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay. And so we read those and that's actually what our book is. We have a book called Parentally Incorrect. That's a collection of those that we've collected over the last, you know, several years. Um, but so we read those. So every show is so different and all those stories, you just cannot make them up. They're so, they can be so ridiculous. Um, so we do that during the show. And inevitably that will lead to some crazy story that we read. And then some mom standing up in the middle of 1100 people, like talking about it more. And it right. Just like, it. like what? And then just a conversation. So it's really fun. So every show ends up being a little bit different mm-hmm. and it's, it's a full on event, but you're in and out in a, an hour and 20. An event yeah. is a good way to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's videos, it's multimedia. Right. It's, it's and then we like to meet circus. everyone. It parenting is a parenting circus. circus. I love it. We, um, we, we meet everyone after, like we love to go, you know, we take pictures with people and, and say hi. And, um, that's always kind of a fun part where everyone, you know, has their last drink and, and, um, and says, hi, it's, we really try to make it a condensed night out because we get it and right. they're tired and some people are pumping in the bathroom, you know, or right. at the well, table. I was gonna it, say, an hour and 20, it kind of gets you a nice breastfeeding window. If you could time yeah. it just perfectly. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, I'm hopefully I'm, when I come, I'm definitely going to get a picture with you guys, put it on our yes. social media. 
I'll tag you, it. but hey, no pressure if you don't respond. Oh, <laughs> oh, we're responding. We're just not You're posting not what our kids did 20 times a day. Got it. Got it. I love it. Well, this has been great. Tracy and Shana, thank you so much for coming on again. Everybody's listening. We will have links to the show and where you can get tickets and uh, the podcast and all the stuff you guys have going on at the Mom Hour. Um, just find this episode and you can find it in the show notes. And I am really looking forward to seeing you guys in March. Thanks so much. Likewise. Thank you. Megan, thanks so much for having us. You're welcome. All right, guys, we are coming back with you. This is Sarah. And Megan, I loved that conversation with Shayna and Tracy. I am a little jealous you get to go see their show. I checked the tour dates and um, I'm not quite going to make it this this season, but I would love to. Why don't you just come up to Grand Rapids and hang out with me? See, now I want to. That was an awesome conversation. So before we wrap, you guys, um, just wanted to remind you about our Patreon community. Um, there are rewards dropping this month for our patrons who are eligible for the bonus audio classes. We're getting ready to record those soon. And it's been really fun because we approach them a little bit differently from our regular episodes. And you actually get two of those bonus audio classes per quarter when you are at the editor or producer level of Patreon support. We also have a private Facebook group for patrons where we have had so much fun interacting a little more closely with you guys and sharing behind the scenes stuff. If you're not familiar, there's more information about Patreon at patreon.com slash the mom hour. That's where you sign up and can join the community. And we would love to see you there. Megan, that was an awesome interview. And uh, we will be back with you guys on Tuesday. Sweet. See you then. The mom hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Hey everyone, Sarah here. Megan and I would absolutely love it if you hit pause right now, right where you're listening and left the Mom Hour a rating and review. If our show has helped you feel a little more confident as a mom or a little less alone, that's one of the absolute biggest ways you can thank us. And it really takes about 30 seconds. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, just navigate to the Mom Hours show listing. So not the episode you're listening to right now, but the kind of landing area for our show as a whole. And then scroll down to leave a rating or review. Thank you so much.